1: All right, happy hump day and welcome into Lake Night News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake, producer Craig Hammer Shrepper, hanging out here until 1 a.m. I appreciate you listening and hanging out with us here on The Good Neighbor. Um, Today, I got to be honest, um, a frustrating day. A frustrating day because one of my favorite athletes in all the sports... Um, it comes out that she's injured, she will not play next season, and you guys know that I'm talking about Paige Beckers. She's out for the 2022-23 season with a torn ACL. First off, as we kick off the show, I want to wish Paige um, well in her recovery. I know that she's going to battle back. I know that she's going to be better than ever, okay, because that's just who she is. I've never met her before in my life. I know a million people that have come across her, worked with her, trained her, um, you know, uh, been a part of coaching staffs so that that say amazing things about her from afar. I am a fan. Okay, so Paige, if this gets back to you, I'm wishing you nothing but the best. Okay, because I know that that she's battled back from injury before, and she'll battle back from this one. But I want to talk about. Something that I just, I've slightly mentioned it before, but I want to really get into it now because of Paige. Paige Beckers is the reason why NIL exists. NIL being name, image, likeness. She is the example. She is the proof that NIL is something that college athletes need. She is. She is going to be sidelined and not able to compete with her teammates while she rehabs her injury. And does that impact, I guess, the UConn program? Yeah, it impacts the program on the court. Does it impact her markability? Maybe, yeah. I mean, she's not able to to get out there and play. But she's Paige Beckers. We know who she is. Just like Kevin Durant says, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. We know she's a phenomenal athlete. And it sounds like a phenomenal person who's great at using her platform, which is massive good. She is the example. She is the proof that NIL is something that college athletes need. We live in a capitalistic society. And the thing that I hate, I hate this, are that folks are angry when college kids get paid for their services. I guess I would have to ask the question. What the hell does someone go to college for? To get paid. Now, before the name image likeness, the NCAA, we know what they were and still are. They're opportunist. That are taking advantage of college athletes. So I have to say this because Paige is going to be all right. She's going to rehab. She's going to recover. She'll continue to be great. And I'm glad that she's got some money in her bank account already because of NIL. But I always hear people complaining about how NIL is ruining college sports. You know what I'd like for you guys to not do? Stop coveting the profits of these companies and these organizations over the people that are making the money. It's disgusting. You say everybody should have freedom and everybody should live the American dream. Isn't getting paid what you're worth part of the American dream? I just have to say that when folks talk about these college athletes in this way, because to me, y'all sound crazy. And and look, I get it, I understand it, I know that none of it is perfect. I know that we know that we know that they have to tweak it, fine tune it, okay? Because you got you know kids jumping from this spot to this spot, and transfer portal this and transfer portal. I understand that. Okay, it's not perfect. But what is perfect? The old school system of hundred dollar handshakes and collegiate athletes not getting a piece of the pie. That's what you want again. Is that it? Look. This is a headline from March 24th of this year. Okay. during March Madness, this is a headline from Yahoo Sports. Paige Beckers can rake in more NIL money than the top nine men stars in the Sweet 16 combined. So in this article, it says she's inked lucrative deals with Gatorade, Cash App, StockX, in addition to filing a uh, trademark for Paige Buckets. According to Axios Sports, their recent analysis of NIL data from Open Doors, Beckers is thought to be the highest social media earner of all college basketball stars competing in the Sweet 16 of this year's men's and women's NCAA tournaments. They said in this article back in March, soon-to-be NBA lottery picks such as Chet Holmgren. And Paolo Benquero don't even come close to matching her earning potential. In fact, her massive social media valuation is so far ahead of the rest of the field. A single post from the reigning national player of the year is worth more than a post from each of the nine highest social media earners still playing on the men's bracket combined. We live in a world where the dollars post the rule. We live in a world where men are paid way more than women. We talk about the wage gap based on race, gender, all of that. We know what it is. This is why NIL exists. This is why I'm always going to be for that college athlete. Paige, get your money. I said this back when when Khaled Lamine was a senior at Minneapolis North. And I remember we were at the press conference when he um, mentioned or he had stated that he was going to UConn. Because remember, he had previously was going to go to the Gophers. Then he, you know, said, you know what, I'm backing off of that. I'm going to reopen my recruitment. And what ends up happening? He goes to UConn. And there was – all the media was there, and I remember there was a a photograph of me standing there next to him in the Pioneer Press, and I had pulled him aside. And I said, Kyle, and he'll tell you this. If you ask him, I pulled him aside, and I said, man, I just want you to know, NBA, I hope you get there. But if you never become a star, in college, in the NBA, if you were to blow your knee out tomorrow – I still love you. We should support these athletes and stop whining and complaining about the NIL because NIL works. We don't complain when Dabo gets his money. We don't complain when Saban gets his money. So stop complaining when athletes like Paige and whoever go to school and they're worth millions of dollars. Your thoughts your opinions, your phone calls, 651-461-9226. We get to them next year on Lake Night. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm surprised that no one's called in and complained or disagreed with me with my take about NIL and these college athletes. 651-461-9226. Because that's what I've been hearing for the last year or so. Everybody complaining and whining and crying about these athletes getting paid. And look, it's ruining college sports. It's ruining college sports. Really? What's ruining college sports? How is it ruining college sports? What do people go to college for? To make money. To get a good job. They're athletes. They've always been asked to do a little extra. Because back in the day, and it still is the same thing, is that if a person doesn't perform at a high level, oh, they're out of a big institution quickly, right? And people always thought that it was a done deal that when a guy or uh, a gal got a scholarship, yeah, you know, they'll be on campus for four years. Funny, coaches can send you packing like <laughs> after a year. So I'm I'm happy that we have NIL because those individuals that typically don't get anything or profit at all from college athletics beyond the scholarship. I'm talking about. Financially, in terms of marketing opportunities, uh, getting dollars from from boosters. Because, look, the bottom line is, years ago, it was just different. And boosters were able to get away with it because it wasn't documented. Now, it was illegal. Under the table, right? Yeah, it was under the table, the $100 handshakes and the little, you know, you get a little nice little envelope. Yes. But the money wasn't as massive back then. No, it was not. Now the money's massive. Well, college sports
2: have a big business over the years. That's part of the reason why, I believe. And, you know, I think it's long overdue that, you know, kids can actually make the profit off themselves. I mean, we've seen for a number of years with college sports with, like, like you go by a local bookstore, you see, like, your team's local basketball jersey. For example, Chris Webber with Fab Five, his jersey was in the uh, bookstore and everything. He couldn't make any money off it, but Michigan could. I mean, why should it be that way? So I think, you know, if, if, if athletes, they should be allowed to make money off their own likeness. Now, as for schools paying athletes, I'm not sure I'm there yet. I mean, I did get a scholarship already, so I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're an athlete, if you can like get a marketing deal with some like local business or so to market yourself,
1: I got no issue with I that. I see no problem with it. If 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 I am a star athlete on the campus of you and I, if I'm if I'm at Northern Iowa, okay, and I can ball out, and the local Applebee's or whatever, right, yeah. right down the street, yeah. Quick Trip feels like I'm a match Mm -hmm. and they want to sponsor me and they want to get into an endorsement deal. I'm all for that. Absolutely. That kid should be a, they absolutely be able to do what the hell they want.
2: I see. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Nothing wrong with it. And this is the other thing about it. You know, people talk about the money of it, right? Yeah. And they start talking about, well, you know, Texas donors and boosters, they got a lot of money and, and they'll have more to offer than some smaller school. Well, hasn't it always been that way?
2: Yes, just now it's in the open. Yes. It's now it's like everyone's now like, oh, now it's okay to do it. And that's why these big schools don't like this because, like, they had an advantage beforehand. Now it's okay for everyone to do it. It's kind of like they're now now the edge that they used to have.
1: I think the the big schools still have an edge.
2: Well, they still have an edge, but now it's just out in the open and everything.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't hurt them, though. The fact that people know about it. Yeah,
2: but I don't think they like like the fact that other schools now can do it as well.
1: Agreed. That, that that's what bothers them. But at the end of the day, a big institution is still a big institution. No, I agree. Like like at the end of the day, is Kansas going to worry about UMKC? No, no, they shouldn't. At the end of the day, is the University of Texas in Austin? Are they going to worry about North Texas Th- San Antonio? No,
2: Probably not. No,
1: no. So it's just yeah, it's different, but it's more out in the open. Mm-hmm. And and I actually I kind of like that. I'm bummed for Paige. I am too. Because and she is one of my favorite athletes. She's fun to watch. Oh my, she's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. And I was so happy to be a part of the women's final four here this past year because those type of opportunities that she just was a part of, mm-hmm. those don't always happen.
2: Well, another example too. I mean, look how many years we've watched college sports. We see like a big, a great player in college football or college basketball. And yet when it goes to the pros, they don't ever get there. They don't do, ever do anything. I mean, now at NIL, you have a chance to make money while a college player is. Well, you're at your peak possibly because the pros don't work out for you.
1: It's just a super interesting situation in that I just can't – I still can't believe that people find a way to be upset well, at college athletes. We, 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 we talk about greed is good and we live in a capitalist society. How can how can we in one in one instance say this is what America is? But then in the next breath, we say that college athletes should not make as much money as they possibly can. Well, they're not pros. Well, they kind of are pros. They kind of are pros. All right. So, so let me let me take a phone call from Chris in Fort Worth. What's up, Chris?
3: Hey, how's it going? I heard you just uh, was just listening. It is, it's starting to be a professional thing of what you're saying. And, uh, the, like you said, like when it comes to Texas, like it's now it's a professional thing where the big guns have the big guns. So Texas and Texas A&M are, they have the money. And then where, when it comes to pay to bring it all the way back, when it comes to page, uh, with UConn basketball is there's a lot of money to be made in women's basketball and your niche and where you're at. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily going to the big school. Well, when I said the big school is UT, there's a whole lot of money at Texas, but if you're going to be a women's basketball player, UConn, you can make money. There's a big niche and I think when it comes to NIL is people have to realize there's a niche of where you can make your money. And because uh, even now Texas Tech is bringing out – I can only speak on Texas. They're bringing out a whole lot of money now.
1: But if you're a really good basketball player or football player, because those are the, the premier sports, you're going to get yeah. paid and you don't have to be at the biggest of schools.
3: Exactly. That, that's exactly what I'm saying. E- yes. That I agree with you. And we we just had a kid.
1: We just had the kid, the top one of the top ten recruits in the country. He just de- uh, committed from UNC. He's going to South Carolina of all places. Yeah, and you know yes. he's going to be able to make some money.
3: Exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing as where um, I I know I can't remember the players their names that came from Minnesota, but you can make a lot of money in Gonzaga. If you want to,
1: are you talking about Chet?
3: Yeah, and then um, Jalen. Uh, yeah, but what I'm saying is, so if I told you, well, you can make money at North Carolina. Yeah, you're just going to be in the mix with the rest of them. But I, get, but you can make a whole lot of endorsement money at Gonzaga, than you can make at North Carolina. I don't, I don't, I don't
1: even think it's about where you're at. I think it's about how good you are.
3: Like if you're a top, if you're a top
1: athlete at North Carolina and you're playing with other top athletes, it doesn't matter. If you're the best of them or you're one of the top two,
3: you're going to get paid. That's just the way that it is. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that because you can look at Kentucky and Louisville. Uh, I, I'm only speaking on places that I know. It's like at Kentucky, like Ty Ty Washington, who was not that good of a point guard, he's riding around a Ferrari in Lexington, Kentucky. And he really was not that good. However, More power to him. Yeah, right, more power to them. However, <laughs> I think he, the marketing pr- part can also be if you're in a smaller school and there's not other people around you, you may be able it's to – It's
1: less make- competition, yes. Yeah. yeah yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. All right, right th- thanks
3: to the- I say, keep on going.
1: All right, yep. thanks to the phone call from Chris in Fort Worth, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather from Paul Douglas, meteorologist – And then, look, last night I was a little bit just in the moment stunned at the news that was breaking and trying to process it. But I came across a couple of great um, stories from the one, the only, the legendary broadcaster, Vin Scully, who passed away last night at the age of 94, remembering Vin Scully. Next, on Lick Night.